Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For post-pandemic sales, force a longtime D.C. jeweler to close up shop. I'm Sandy Kozell. Serena Williams, among this year's NAACP Image Award winners. We'll tell you about other winners as well. And traffic and weather on the 8th, of course, here on WTOP. Coming up, it's 9 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. A big storm that brought snow, rain, and flooding to California is moving east. CBS's Christian Benavides on the damage there. What starts in the west doesn't stay in the west. This dynamic system will move into the plains, bringing the threat for tornadoes, hail, and damaging winds Sunday evening. And that was National Weather Service's uh, Martha McCollum. More than 100,000 customers in California are still waiting for their electricity to return. The train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, is still bringing problems to residents three weeks after the incident. Now the CDC is going door-to-door to record medical problems. CBS News correspondent Roxana Saberi reports. Environmental activist Aaron Brockovich told people at a town hall in East Palestine to keep calling for the truth. Every community I've been going to for 30 years is the same runaround. Since the train derailed on February 3rd and spewed toxic materials, residents have reported an array of new health problems. They're worried because they've got coughs and respiratory problems. Friday marked one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. That has not stopped the fighting. The U.S. just sent more military aid to Ukraine, bringing protesters out in Vancouver, Canada, against the U.S. and NATO. Demonstrator Janine Solanke. NATO members have been responsible for the devastation of Syria, of Iraq, of so many different countries um, that have been facing war and occupation in the last uh, 20 so years. Lyft and Uber drivers will strike at New York City's LaGuardia Airport for 12 hours starting at noon. They have the support of some passengers. I don't think they're getting paid enough. I think Uber takes too too big of a cut. Uh, Uber and Lyft both. And these guys are out there working hard. They deserve more money. A popular comic strip is no more in many newspapers. Correspondent Adriana Diaz explains why. Newspapers across the country have pulled the long-running Dilbert comic strip after a racist rant from cartoonist Scott Adams. In a video posted to YouTube, Adams called black Americans members of a, quote, hate group, saying white people should stay away from them. Angela Bassett won Entertainer of the Year at the NAACP Image Awards in Pasadena, California last night. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever claimed the Best Movie Award. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump was honored and spoke at the ceremony. We will not let elected officials exterminate our history, our literature, or our culture. Queen Latifah hosted the awards. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. 903 on Sunday, February 26, 2023. 36 degrees, morning clouds. The sun will break out eventually. Highs in the upper 50s. Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this this hour. Just hours after being released from jail, a Maryland teenager is behind bars accused of stealing a vehicle with a child inside.
18-year-old Ariel Florentino Galias is accused of jumping into the driver's seat of an SUV that was left running at a gas station along Ritchie Marlboro Road on Thursday. It happened just a half mile from where he had been released for charges related to theft. A three-year-old boy was inside the SUV when Florentino Galias took off. A short while later, another driver reported a hit-and-run, and police found the SUV abandoned with the toddler inside. Major Brian Durham with the Prince George's County Police Department speaking with NBC4. Anytime there's a child involved, all hands on deck, we try to get information out to the community as quickly as possible to get their help as well, and that's what happened. He's facing several charges, including kidnapping. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. If you see lots of emergency responders around the Wheaton Metro Station today, that's a drill. Metro and Montgomery County emergency responders are holding a full-scale emergency exercise at the Wheaton Station until around 2 p.m. Authorities say the exercise will simulate real-world conditions. It's to test the operational and evacuation coordination and interagency communication between Metro Transit Police, Montgomery County Fire and Rescue, Montgomery County Police, Metro Rail, and Metro Bus operations staff, on-scene responders, and support personnel. The station will remain closed during the drill, and Metro says it will notify customers when normal service resumes, and they'll do that via email, text message, and social media. The way Fairfax County reads your license plate is going high-tech. It's called the Flock Safety License Plate Reader. Quite simply, it's a high-tech way to alert police that the car or truck they might be looking for might just have passed. The Flock Reader is a stationary, solar-power-mounted reader that interacts with patrol officers and detectives. It will tell them if your car has been stolen. It won't tell them if you haven't paid your traffic tickets or other minor offenses, nor will it store any of your personal information. After 30 days, all of the images stored in the cloud are deleted. More than 2,000 agencies nationwide use the system. During an eight-month trial in Fairfax County, police recovered six stolen cars Valued at more than a quarter of a million dollars. Dell Walters, WTOP News. Another D.C. business falls victim to the long-term results of the pandemic. Benson's Jewelers closed after 84 years in downtown D.C. Owner Ken Stein says there just aren't enough customers. If they are coming in, um, they're coming in looking for inexpensive, you know, watch batteries and repairs. And you can't make, you can't pay rent on that. Stein tells our news partners at NBC4 that with fewer federal and other office workers in downtown D.C., he could go weeks without seeing a customer. Benson's has been selling jewelry to customers at its store on F Street Northwest since 1939. Sandy Cozell, WTOP News. The Virginia chapter of the NAACP says it's outraged, upset by Governor Glenn Youngkin's review of an advanced placement black studies course. The civil rights group says there should be no question African-American studies is a worthy topic from an administration that said it wants to teach all of American history. Governor Youngkin ordered the review after Florida Governor DeSantis blocked it in his state. The college board, which developed the course, says it's drawn from the expertise of college faculty across the country. The Virginia chapter of the NAACP says school curriculums should include and value the history and culture of black people. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the challenge of getting accurate information about the East Palestine, Ohio train derailment in this age of mis- and disinformation. It's 907. 
Because of the new car shortage, car buyers are paying over sticker price for new cars. Not at Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. We still post our no-haggle, no-hassle price on the windshield of every new Subaru and Subaru-certified pre-owned in Fitzway used car. And many are discounted below sticker. Our price transparency will earn your trust. That's the Fitzway. Call 888-FITZMALL and get all the facts. Transparency and trust. That's the Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. And it rains at pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery, learn more at valottery.com slash lucky. It's 9.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Here's Mary in the traffic center. All right, Liz. We're going to start out in Virginia. Actually, it doesn't matter where we start. Any incidents we're bringing to your attention mostly are cautionary tales. You can find anything this morning just about at speed. It is a light Sunday morning, just the way we like it. If you're in on the Virginia side, 66 from Front Run to Roslyn, nothing to worry about there. In Manassas, it was Balls Ford Road. The earlier vehicle fires east, but uh, just after Groveton Road, you'll be following direction as they're still there. Extinguished fire, it was in the cleanup stages. On the Fairfax County Parkway, southbound Rugby Road, that was a call out for a vehicle fire. Unclear if it's on the parkway itself or on Rugby Road. Nonetheless, on the Fairfax County Parkway at Rugby, watch for any direction and responders that may be on scene. 95 in Virginia from Fredericksburg to Springfield, 395 through the 14th Street Bridge running at speed. If you are north 95 at the Springfield Interchange taking the flyover ramp to head to the outer loop in the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, midway toward the end of that ramp, You've got a crash. They're lining the right side. A lot of cones. Be sure to scoot over. Again, finding that at speed. On the Maryland side, same. Big roads do well, but secondary roadways. Inside of the Beltway 50 West at 201 Kenilworth and DC 295 crashed there. Should be out of travel. 197 in Bowie near Tompkins Lane. You are still following police direction. Uh, south in the 3rd Street Tunnel, that's a crash just before the freeway. It's an investigation of a crash. They were blocking the right lane. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team Force, Clay Anderson. Well, we have some fog concerns right now as the fog is still lingering across the capital region. It will be lifting, but for a couple more hours, so around 12, 1 o'clock, we'll start to see peaks of sunshine from west to east. Temperatures today will rise into the low to mid-50s with a westerly breeze. Overnight tonight, fair skies, and for tomorrow, rain moves in in the afternoon. It will linger overnight, and Tuesday we will have more sunshine, and temperatures will rise to the low 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Right now, it's 40 degrees in College Park, 37 degrees in Fairfax, and 40 degrees on the National Mall. Clay's forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It is 9-11.
Well, federal environmental authorities have ordered a temporary halt in the shipment of contaminated waste from the site of a fiery train derailment in Ohio. And that's after officials have heard concerns from residents and people from other states. No one was hurt in the derailment itself, but there were fears of a potential explosion. So folks were evacuated from their homes. Now, if this train derailment wasn't enough, there's another type of damage, a flood of false narratives and misinformation and disinformation that have spread widely over social media, making it harder for citizens to get real and accurate information. And uh, this sort of thing is pretty common now in the wake of any incident, whether it's a mass shooting, a storm, so forth, so on. To talk more about it, we're joined by Meredith Wilson of Emergent Risk International. Good morning, Meredith. How are you? Good morning, Liz. So, Meredith, what are some of the false narratives that have been spreading about uh, this train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio? Well, like, you know, like you said, Liz, this is, uh, you know, kind of par for the course anytime there's a disaster now. In in this case, some of the claims are these uh, very extreme social media posts claiming a false flag, in, uh, you know, type thing uh, where uh, it was intentional. Um, there are other ones that are a little more nuanced and a little bit more misinformation driven. Uh, there was one, you know, suggesting that the rail company was literally only offering five dollars to each resident as a, um, you know, as some kind of um, payout. In reality, there's uh, the the company is going to end up uh, spending a substantial amount of money to remediate all of this. But that initial claim appeared to come from a um, uh, an early payout of like twenty five thousand dollars that the company had given to the government there, which somebody then went and said, OK, well, divided by the number of residents, that's five dollars per person. So sometimes it's things like that where they get misinterpreted. Oh, OK. OK. So why has it been difficult to to get accurate information out to get the facts out? You know, I think we're, we're, we're in a very fractured media landscape. And of course, um, the issue, too, has been heavily politicized and it's been seized on by people on the right and the left for their own kind of political gain. Um, Ohio, of course, being a battleground state for any you know upcoming election. Um, it's also been a headline issue for a lot of our major sort of media pundits who, um, you know, who do these sort of information opinion pieces on TV at night. Not always with the correct information and oftentimes with sound bites that are not, you know, fully accurate. And of course, the biggest thing is social media and the, um, you know, the the imagery and the video has been very dramatic. If you saw the controlled explosion that they did, uh, it looked a bit like a nuclear mushroom cloud. And so when people grab onto that kind of imagery and then attach their own opinions and um, oftentimes disinformation, and that goes viral, that's where a lot of people are picking up this stuff. So um, this will be the final question. How do you think all of this affects the average American? You know, I think the, you know, the long and short of it is that this is a, you know, is, is another reminder of what we are going to be facing with the 2024 elections coming up and this very heavily politicized environment that we're living in. And it's a good reminder that when we are looking at situations like this, we really need to focus on those primary sources of information, the government agencies, the press you know, press releases that go out, um, the actual statements as they were made, not as they're clipped up by the media, um, and really understand uh, what's available to you out there um, when it comes to good 
primary source information and not relying on these kind of social media and that type of thing for your information. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. That's Meredith Wilson of Emergent Risk International. And coming up on WTOP, it must be getting close to spring as baseball and soccer return to action. Well, we'll just have to see if the weather cooperates. Jay Brooks is on the way with sports. You know how it feels to find an extra French fry in the bottom of the bag? Imagine finding, I don't know, $5 million? Well, during the Maryland Lottery's 50th anniversary cash bash promotion, the lottery games you normally play can also be entered into a second chance contest to win up to $5 million. Every $50 of games like Fast Play, Keno, or non-winning scratch-offs can earn you another chance to win. Go to mdlottery.com to turn a little into... Please play responsibly. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Jay Brooks. Well, Liz, it is 76 degrees in West Palm Beach, where the Nats are playing the Astros today. Josiah Gray will start for Washington. So there you go, 76 degrees. Liz, sounds good, I am so okay with that. (laughs) Can we bring that here? (laughs) Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, O's yesterday, as well as the Nats, both victorious as the Nats uh, took care of the Cardinals 3-2. Orioles for the 10-5 win over the Twins. O's will play the Tigers at 105 today as well. D.C. United got by Toronto FC 3-2 in their regular season opener from Audi Field. As DCU in come-from-behind fashion as homegrown Ted Pietro assisted with the equalizer and the game-winner, making Coach Wayne Rooney very happy. So to go 2-1 down was, was tough to take, and yeah, I obviously made a, a couple of changes I made and put the young lads in and, and said, go and shine. So um, I think it was great. I'm delighted for Kirby. He's been excellent all pre-season. Up next, the Black and Red uh, get the Columbus crew this Saturday, a 7.30 start to the Ice Caps. Doubled up the Rangers 6-3 to from Cap 1 Arena Saturday to end a six-game losing skit. A quick turn today in Western New York to take on the Sabres, a 1 o'clock face-off. College Hoops yesterday's winners, GW George Mason Towson and Loyal of Maryland. Losers were Virginia, West Virginia Howard and Virginia Tech. Keep in mind, of course, for all the sports scores, check out our sports page on the website, WTOP.com. And the XFL DC Defenders now 2-0 and after an 18-6 win at Vegas over the Vipers. Up next, DC hosts St. Louis next Sunday, a 1 o'clock start from Audi Field. Jay Brooks, WTOP Sports. Thanks so much, Jay. Entertainers and athletes and others went home with trophies from the NAACP Image Awards last night. Angela Bassett won Entertainer of the Year. Marvel superhero sequel Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which she stars in, won Best Motion Picture. Among the other winners, attorney Ben Crump and tennis star Serena Williams. With this Jackie Robinson Sport Award, the NAACP is committed to uplifting athletes who actually break stereotypes and push boundaries and directions that move society forward by opening doors. The Jackie Robinson Sports Award goes to honorees and athletics who contribute to social justice, civil rights, and community involvement. The NAACP broadcast on BET took place in Pasadena, California. You can see photos from the event at WTOP.com. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Fighting grinds on in Ukraine. Friday marked one year since Russia's invasion. Now there are reports China could be trying to send small battlefield drones to Russia. And here in D.C., a rally near the Lincoln Memorial in support of Ukraine. Also, dozens are dead and dozens of survivors have been rescued after a wooden boat with migrants on board breaks apart in rough seas off of Italy's southern coast. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. It's 918. 
traffic and weather on the 8th to Mary in the traffic center. All righty. Thanks, Liz. We're doing pretty well all around the Beltway. Earlier disabled in Maryland was on the outer loop after Connecticut Avenue. That is long gone. The things to note in Maryland, mostly secondary roadways. 50, the John Hansen Highway was westbound inside of the Beltway at the Kenilworth Avenue. The crash was underneath of the overpasses, but should be out of your travel lanes. Watch for flashing lights. Be sure to scoot over. Now, the crash in Laurel along Brockbridge Road, it may be a northbound wreck after the Little Patuxent, yet before Dorsey Run Road. Units were marked on scene at last report. In Laurel, or Bowie, excuse me, 197 Laurel Bowie Road, both ways between Jericho Park Road and Old Laurel Bowie Road, the crash is at Tompkins Lane. Units are still marked on scene, so you would follow direction. A trip along 95 in Maryland, Beltway to Beltway, okay, flipping the coin. From Fredericksburg on 95 in Virginia through the Springfield Interchange and even on to 395 at speed. Two things to note, North 95 near Route 1 Spotsylvania. It was actually South 95 Route 1 Spotsylvania looking for that disabled vehicle. North 95 ramp to the outer loop, bottom of the ramp, the crash along the right side. Plenty of room to maneuver to move over for safety. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Here's Storm Team Force Clay Anderson. Starting out this morning with some clouds across the area, some patchy fog also, particularly in northern western suburbs. The fog will burn off, give way to sunshine. By the afternoon, temperatures will warm up in the mid to upper 50s with a westerly wind. For tonight, fair skies. Temperatures drop down to seasonal lows near the freezing mark for Monday. Increasing clouds in the afternoon will have rain developing in the afternoon. It will end on Monday night. Tuesday, not a bad day. Temperatures rise once again to the 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. 37 degrees in Rockville, 36 in Ashburn. It's also 37 degrees in District Heights. The forecast brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a local young hockey player who's also an actor gets to meet his idol, it's 921. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed user studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result, an integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW-1. That's 877-WEBNOW-1. Also coming up on WTOP, you'll soon be able to take an up-close look at a spruced-up house that showcases this area's migratory birds, 922. When someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face, they've tried so many different products, but nothing seemed to work for them. I'm able to take that disappointment and that pain and turn it into hope. You're listening to Mallory, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet Store. And they try the art supports. It's a light-up moment. You see their face brighten up. They go from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again. For over 25 years, the Good Feet Store and our art support specialist have been helping folks live the life they love without foot, knee, hip, or back pain getting in the way. 
That's why this job is so important. You're helping people, getting back into the activities that they've wanted to do for a long time, doing the things that they love to do with their Good Feet Arch supports. We're able to help them and take them from the pain to the possibilities, and I love it. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 923, and here's something cool. A local, a young local hockey player turned HBO star got to meet his idol last week, Alex Ovechkin. In addition to getting some time on the ice at the Arlington practice facility, 10-year-old Kevon Woodard of Prince George's County, who is deaf, even got to teach the grade 8 some sign language. Woodard is known for his role in the HBO drama series The Last of Us, but in addition to the acting, he also plays for the Bowie Bruins. You can see some pictures from his visit at WTOP.com. And they eat the insects that bug us. They also serenade us. And soon you can get a close-up look at migratory birds that pass through our region at the Smithsonian National Zoo's renovated birdhouse. Enter the birdhouse at the Smithsonian National Zoo and you start at the Delaware Bay. Sarah Halliger, curator of birds on what you'll see there. Uh, a red knot and ruddy turnstone. We have a lot of sanderling. We have semi-palmated plovers, semi-palmated sandpipers. Step into the next aviary to the northern Great Plains where keeper Jennifer Ferraro brings you to the prairie pothole region often called the world's duck factory because 90% of duck species all breed there. Without that particular habitat, we lose a lot of the native duck species that we see that migrate through this area each year. The birdhouse will open to the public March 13th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Constellation Theater is one of the leading performing arts companies in D.C. The exciting new play Incognito runs now through March 12th at The Source. I hope you'll come and check out Incognito. This is really a fascinating mystery that will have you sitting on the front of your seat as you watch three stories interweave. Artistic director Allison Stockman says the true story of Albert Einstein's autopsy is interwoven with two other compelling storylines. A musician who suffers seizures and has a brain surgery where they remove his hippocampus so he can't form any more short-term memory. So he spends his whole life waiting for his fiance to return so they can go on a honeymoon. And then the third story is about a neuropsychologist who is in her first relationship with another woman. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Lisa Mateo. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Consumers are raising a glass with a more expensive bottle of wine. What's unfortunate, because the industry relies on it, is that things under $15 are diminishing. Josh Green, editor-in-chief for Wine and Spirits magazine, says baby boomers continue to drink more while millennials switch things up. They're choosing either not to drink alcohol or to drink alcohol other than wine. So they'll go out to a restaurant and they'll order cocktails, and cocktails are booming. The boomers who are older, in their 60s, are buying more wine by volume, but at a lower price. And the younger people are actually buying higher-priced wines, and so they're willing to spend more on on a wine for an occasion, but they're not drinking as much every day. Green says climate change is placing a big strain on vineyards. People have to develop farming tools and farming techniques that will sustain them through these really aggressive extremes of weather. Things like netting vines to protect the grapes from hail. 
From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Lisa Mateo on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, more on the war in Ukraine. It rages on one year after Russia's invasion. It is 926. Three little words no parent wants to hear. My tummy hurts. And it always seems to happen at the worst times. Like in the middle of the morning rush when you still have homework to 